They are ambitious. They are supporters. They are hustlers. They champion other women. They are boss babes. The Ottawa Valley is full of boss babes, and I'm here to tell you who they are. Hello, 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 and welcome to the OB Boss Babes podcast. 6,512 social media followers, 570 happy brides, 1,100 successful weddings, and one woman with a vision to provide a personalized, memorable experience for all occasions. The minute you step into her boutique to the moment you find your perfect dress, your entire shopping experience will be an unforgettable one. It's big city designer gowns meet small town prices. Whether you're looking for your dream wedding dress, you're the mother of the bride searching for your own dress, or you need a ball gown for a special event, this boss babe and her wonderful sidekick stylist have got you covered. Conveniently located in downtown Pembroke, I am pleased to welcome Kim Shenard from Crazy Beautiful Dresses. Hey, hi. So glad and grateful to have been invited to take part in this. Oh, Kim, I am so excited to have you. And just to get into all things wedding, all things brides, just the whole thing. Um, but let's get uh, to know you a bit more first. So where are you originally from and what made you move to the Valley? Um, so my family's from French River, so a little tourist town um, on the banks, obviously, of, of close to Georgian Bay and French River area. Uh, 500 people all winter, 5,000 American tourists all summer long. So brought up in a family business and um, met my high school sweetheart at a high school volleyball game. Um, said yes. Um, he joined the military and that's how we ended up ultimately in the Valley. So what's one of your favorite things about living here in the Valley? Um, I feel like, although I'm not sure how initially thrilled we were about coming here, man, I would regret any thoughts of that because this place like instantly opened up to us, welcomed our family, um, and it was just the best place to raise our three sons. They're, they've got incredible memories. Two out of three of them actually um, have stayed here, and uh, yeah, I couldn't be more proud to call this home now. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, I find that so many people... Are a little skeptical when they move here. I mean, it's it's a smaller town. Everyone says that there's not much to do here, and then they end up loving it. I mean, I find that so many people, even locals who were born and raised here, like myself, end up leaving, coming back. Um, there's just something about living here. It's just it's a great community. It's a great place. There's lots to do. Um, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. So tell me about your background in employment and career coaching. Um, so that was one of many jobs I, I held because of from posting to posting, we got to do a, a lot of interesting things. Um, but that was my last job before I took this on. And uh, I loved it. I was the bilingual factor at the front end, uh, meeting and greeting people and getting their stories, which I, I was always intrigued by. Um, near the end of my uh, work there, um, I did the Wisdom Workers Program. So that was helping the older generation how to market themselves, how to figure out how to do an email, how to resume, get them on LinkedIn, on Facebook. It was a lot of challenges, but the most rewarding. And I still bump into them in the community of placements that we did with them and they're still at their jobs. So lots of great, uh, great memories there. Oh, that's cool. So how long are you doing that for? Um, we did that. I did that for almost seven years. Before that, um, I did a stint at um, Home Depot because my background is design. And before that, I worked at the local TV station for 10 years. 
um, dubbed myself the director of first impressions because I got to take the news tips and got to be the front line for the entire TV station, which was a blast. And wow. it was the most encouraging workplace. They let me do anything I wanted to try there. And it, it was probably one of my favorite jobs I ever had. That's cool. You've done, you've worn, you've worn a lot of hats then. I sure have. Oh my sure gosh. Have. So how did you make the transition then to event planning and what made you decide to go into the wedding industry? I, I kind of fluked into it and it was through the TV station when it was Halloween or Christmas, they knew that I loved to decorate. So they'd often have me up and decorate the sets for, for the holidays. And when it came time for the station manager's secretary to get married, she asked me to plan and coordinate and decorate her wedding. And I said, well, I don't do that. And she mm -hmm. said, well, you help with the Christmas parties and you do all the design set. Here's an American Express card. Could you please just get it done? And that's how it all started. Wow. Oh my yeah. gosh. That, like, I always love hearing these stories about how, how people, you know, make that transition into a full-time career. Isn't yeah, that wild? Okay. So everyone knows you, they know your store. And I mean, I'm going to just plug you right here. Like you own the best love bridal boutique in the Ottawa Valley. Oh, thank you. Oh, of course. <laughs> so what made you take the plunge to purchase the business? And when was that? So it was seven years ago. And I, just a weird story that a lot of people will, will be unexpected of me. Um, but at a previous place um, that I was working at, I just, I wasn't feeling great. And I was having sort of some weird symptoms and didn't want to panic my husband. So I called my bestie and I said, I'm feeling like this. And I have a bit of these symptoms, symptoms and I don't want anybody to panic, but I feel like somebody should know. So she showed up at work and five minutes later, I was in her vehicle heading to the hospital everybody thought that I was having a heart attack. And while I'm getting taped up and I'm panicking and I'm thinking I'm just a new grandma and this isn't really happening to me. She stopped me in that moment. And she said, when are you going to realize that your work is killing you? This needs to end. Oh, wow. And two weeks later, I bought crazy, beautiful dresses and here I am. Oh my God. Okay. So Kim, like, was this brought on then by stress? By stress and just taking on too much. And there was a lot going on in our lives. So, and I just, sorry, I'm going to stop you there. So from taking on too much and then you went and bought the store. <laughs> you know what? It's manageable stress. Um, you know, it's, it's not as crazy and we're nothing like say yes to the dress. And I don't have a Randy that saves the day. But, you know, when people walk through the door, I, I, I love it. I get to manage the stress that I have or don't have. Yeah. And I wouldn't look back. I wish I only stumbled on it earlier. Wow. Okay. So I think a lot of people are wondering where did the crazy part come from then and crazy, beautiful dresses? Well, that's kind of a lackluster story because when I bought the store, it already had that name. It was an existing business and it was in a little strip mall in the middle of nowhere. And, uh, but you know, when the more I thought about it, the more I thought the name was memorable and it always we are celebrating memories and, and everywhere I went, everybody always remembered the name. Yeah. And you know, there's good parts and bad parts about it because people come up and they'll say, you're crazy. And I'm like, and the beautiful part and then the dress. <laughs> and so it just stuck. And, um, we, we got to go to Chicago and we were wearing these t-shirts that said crazy, beautiful dresses and nobody got it because everybody, in the wedding industry is white blush or the satin bride or the white love. And 
when they were like crazy beautiful dresses just doesn't make sense when we did rounds day two everybody knew who we were and remembered our names so it just stuck and we embrace it now it flows really well and so i was wondering so i personally was wondering where the crazy part came from because i remember chatting with a girlfriend at work one day and we were talking about how there's always a crazy uh there's always a crazy family member and i remember like talking to her about it and she was like um, I was, I think I was actually going on about one of my girlfriend's weddings that I was in. And I was like, yeah, like she's talking about her crazy sister and everything. And, and I said, you know how there's always one crazy person in every wed in every family. And she looks at me and she goes, and that one's you, isn't it? And I just burst out. <laughs> well, there's always one. And I only have one sister and we're no polar opposite than you could have. She works in a lab all day, looking at a microscope in the dark, not talking to people. And I would die and become a mushroom if I did that. Yeah, there's something for so everybody. Absolutely. And I find, Kim, too, that you are in an industry where you thrive in. And I mean, you are just, you're meant to, you're meant to be in this business. And I want to talk a lot more about that. But um, more to how, when you first started out. So when did you first purchase the business then? So it was October seven years ago. Don't ask me mathematically. I can't think that quickly on my feet. <laughs> seven years. Wow. Yeah, seven years. And for those that don't know, the boutique used to actually be located in Beechburg. And I actually just found this out that it was based out of your garage. It was. And my son is a brilliant carpenter. And when I bought the business, everything looks always rosy, but uh, you know, warning for anybody in the future, make sure you look deeper, it was not as stable as we had all thought. And within a month, half of our dresses were discontinued and there was big rent to pay and we had very little inventory. We actually only had 18 wedding dresses when I bought the business. So half oh were discontinued. That was panic mode. And uh, so my son's like, if you need to invest, then we need to find out a place so that you can do this with no rent. And they converted one of the garages and it was a beautiful spot. I always loved the look of people's faces when they came in because they were pleasantly surprised. But it really made sense for the business at that time and really gave us the opportunity to, to be where we are now. That's so funny. I actually visited your original store with my mom and my sisters back when my youngest sister was looking for her wedding dress. Um, right. And of course, she went with one of crazy beautiful dresses. <laughs> and it did not look like a garage. Like when I was reading about your history about purchasing the business and stuff, I thought, oh, I would never have known it was in your garage. Like it was so beautiful. The layout was gorgeous. It just felt so homey. And it was I was cozy. super proud. Yeah. yeah, it was beautiful. But I mean, you could tell that you were getting cramped in there. Absolutely. And it, it got to the point during busy season, of course, that's wintertime, people were parking on the road, we were becoming a bit of a hazard. It was just becoming a lot, but it took us almost two years before we purchased this, uh, this building downtown. Um, because, you know, commercial banks don't really like to do a lot of lending for, or a lot of banks don't like to lend for commercial. So we really had a hard time and a big struggle. And, you know, my husband is retired from the military. And I'll tell you, every dime we found on the floor was like, that's going towards our down payment. And, you know, we put it all in, but I'm immensely proud of, of the building and to be able to like pinch myself and be like, wow, we did this and we pulled it off. And, um, and the space is beautiful. I love it. It is. And that was in 2018 that you purchased custom draperies bottom, bottom portion of their building. Actually, we bought the whole building from them. Oh, the whole building. That's all us. Oh, Crazy. okay. So, all right. Well, 
can we talk about that then? So they were selling their building then, and then you guys bought right. it, and now they're renting from you guys. Yeah, and they are amazing. We are blessed to be sharing the building with such great people. Eileen has been, you know, a pillar in the community forever. And, you know, when we were trying to make this all happen, she just said, just keep knocking on every door. One day a door is going to open and it's going to happen. And she was absolutely right. That's amazing. Yes, they are such sweet women that work there. And it's a family uh, run business as well. And, um, and they have been in the core of downtown Pembroke for years. So that's Absolutely, really cool yeah. that you were able to, uh, to move into their building. Yeah. And for those that don't know, their custom draperies is still, uh, they're still there. They're still downtown. That's right. Um, so like I was saying, my sister, as many others have had an amazing experience at your store. I mean, it's personalized. There's so many dresses to choose from for every occasion. And your staff are involved in the entire process to help make your experience memorable and fun. And um, everyone always looks forward to finding, you know, the dress and signing their name on the crazy, beautiful dresses boards. <laughs> and uh, and even if you don't come into the store too, your window displays are like, they always look so beautiful. I'm telling you, after being in that garage for four years and not having windows of display, I every time I, I want to do my windows every week, but I have to stop myself because <laughs> it's a lot of work to set them up. But the response from the community, people would just walk in and say how much they, they love the windows. And, you know, when we um, were closed during the, the pan, the first, the first wave, I guess, of the pandemic, we had what the world needs now is love. And we had so many people who just said those words really resonated with them. So big or little, I just, I love having the windows. We did a silly Halloween one because I'm not going to sell a black wedding dress, but I just thought it's going to make people laugh. It's going to make people smile. And we all just need to get through all this right now. That's what we were living for really was the humor. I mean, I remember even going for walks and someone had, um, someone had done up their huge hedge with, with big eyes and they, I don't even know how they did it, but a huge face mask. So they had googly eyes and a face mask <laughs> over their hedge. It was so funny, but I know this year has brought on so many crazy things and we have to find humor where it is, but yes, um, yeah, your, your window always just looks so pretty. And for those that don't know too, it was also featured in the Hallmark Christmas movie. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That was, that cool. was a lot of fun. And we had all of the, um, for the last night of the shoot, everybody was in here for the store, um, just for shelter till four in the morning. Allie that works for me was an extra in the movie. Um, the lovely actress, oh my goodness, I'm not gonna be able to think of her name. Lacey Chabert. Yeah, she did a big yeah. shout out at us on our Instagram. Our Instagram went through the roof after that. Yes, and I remember that, that you guys had opened up your shop and had let everybody come in and, and all the movie stars were able to go in the back and get warmed up there. So I thought that was so nice, Kim, that you, you know, you opened up your space and, and we were there, I mean, till the early hours of the morning. So That's crazy. <laughs> so yeah. So let's talk about Allie. I mean, she's your right-hand woman. She's your daughter from another mother. Um, yeah. She is everything. And she's back now from maternity leave. And everyone I talk to, like, we always say that you and Allie are seriously dream, dream team goals. So. Uh, absolutely. I lucked into, into hiring her. She was actually a bride, uh, customer of ours. And we just, we, um, she applied a week later to the position, came in and interviewed and we hit it off um, right away. Our chemistry is undeniable. And 
man, we love her to bits and pieces. She is the daughter we never had. And my boys protect her all fiercely, the, my three sons. And baby Bo is a part of the family. Yes, like, yes. I, incredibly blessed. And you know, we're great at, because sometimes you just don't click with everybody that's in that change room. And so we're not competitive. We're not, we're not pushy. We just, we tap each other in and out of appointments. You know, sometimes there's a mom, sometimes, you know, there's all kinds of different circumstances, but it's not somebody's not doing their job done. Just, we can always do better. Right. Mm -hmm. And we, we do that undeniably. And I am the softy and she's our pit bull. <laughs> so you guys keep each other in line then. <laughs> Nobody messes with me when Allie is around. Aww. She takes great offense to anybody who is mistreating me. She, she has my back, that girl. I guess, you know, I'm just thinking of that with my husband. I always say that what I love most about him, that he undeniably has my back no matter what I do. Yeah. That girl's that girl's the same way. So that's probably where I get my love for her too. That's amazing. I mean, you can, you can just see your relationship dynamic together. And again, I mean, I keep reverting back to my sister, but I just remember when we were shopping for her dress and the two of you were just going back and forth. And I thought, are they related? Like, is, is this her mom or something? And, and you see, I mean, Allie is very open on social media and she raves about you. And I mean, it's just, it's so wonderful. And seeing the pictures of you two together, when you guys would do the fashion shows together, I mean, ying to your yang, like, and it's so nice. And I mean, like you said, she's just like the daughter that you never had. And that's how many people can say that, you know, about working with uh, yes. their boy. We took her to Chicago last year. Was it last year? Yes. For the Chicago bridal market. The girl had never been on a plane in her life. What an experience. And then downtown Chicago, walking around every dog she would see, she wanted a pet. I'm like, Allie, <laughs> it's a ploy. Leave them alone. <laughs> Walk away from the dog. Uh, <laughs> but it's so much fun to be able to share that with her. Um, she does all the buying with me. I trust her impeccably. If I had to be away for a month, the business would be exactly as I left it. She's great. That's amazing. Oh, you must be happy to have her back again. And she came back early too. She did. She's the best. <laughs> like that is an employee that, you know, you know, is going to be there a long time. Everyone be like Allie. <laughs> yeah. I, I can only wish it to be here forever. I'd be so lucky. So let's shift gears again and let's go back to your store. So can you talk about what sets your store apart from other Brado boutiques and uh, why brides should consider shopping locally versus in larger cities like Ottawa or Toronto? Well, we had the best compliment a few weeks ago. We had a mom come in and she said, you know, we've been shopping elsewhere, but we saved this for last because we oh. knew this is where you get experience. And I'm like, that's like, you can't ask for better than that because I mean, this is what we're hoping for all the time. Whether you get your dress or you don't get your dress, you've had a good time. Yeah. And you know, and I believe that honestly, if you buy from us, it's great. If you don't, it's okay. But you're going to tell your friends what a great time you had and hopefully they'll come back and get their dress. It's the experience. It's not a, I don't even want to say it's about finding the right dress. It's about the experience itself too. And the employees that make you feel comfortable, they help you. They, they know what looks good and, but that's what sticks out. I mean, yes, finding yeah. the dress is the big moment, but it's the personable shopping experience and yeah. the way you feel with your, your mom and your bridesmaids and your family. Like it's just, it makes a huge difference. It's, um, I mean, that's what I say. We always want it to be the best experience possible. And we want to push people out of their comfort zone and, and feel like I didn't know I look, could look great in something like this. 
and and to see that is is magical and you know to go about the local part it drives me nuts to see when people come in and they're like oh I bought my dress in the city and they show me and it's a designer that we had too and you're oh. you're just like do you realize you have to go back to your go meet your dress appointment and go back for an alteration and another alteration and how many trips have you done and and how are you farther ahead and you know those those shops in uh, in Ottawa, Toronto, Montreal, wherever you're going, they're not supporting local charities or hockey teams or events or or anything like that, and let alone employ local people, right? It's yes. it's such it's a such a bigger thing than and than just your purchase. It's everything that it trickles down to, and it's so important to me. And you know, if we didn't have your dress and you gave us a try and you had to go elsewhere kudos I get that because it would be impossible to think that we have everybody's dress that's just not realistic yeah but give your local shops a try there's so much available here I mean there's myself there's another shop in town as well too if it's not me try local first if we don't have it then I encourage you to go elsewhere yeah no you hit the nail on the head right there Kim especially when you were talking about you know supporting local initiatives and charities I mean you're right like and just yet another reason to support local. Um, so how many brides do you have, uh, or brides to be, I should say, that come from out of town? Oh, more and more, actually. And I don't know what the rhyme or the reason is, um, but we'll take it. Oh, that's <laughs> you know, good. And, and, hard, and hard work. I mean, Ali and I work hard on the Instagram and our planning mm-hmm. and our, our outreach. We're actually about to do a great big um, video shoot next weekend to provide some Instagram content. We have a photographer coming in. We're doing video to try and get that contact um, in over the holidays when lots of um, engagements are happening. And we're, we're doing all we can uh, to keep it going and, and uh, get more people from out of town. I had one girl last week, we posted her, I think Tuesday this week, and she's like, I've been following you on Instagram for a year. I couldn't wait to come and sign this board. And she was from oh, Ottawa. That's amazing. Right. Huge compliment again. Yes. Oh, wow. Pretty darn lucky. Yeah. So how, how do you assist a bride, mother of the bride or the mother of the groom to help her find the perfect style? Yeah. So when somebody comes in the shop, we always ask them when their wedding is, which is a tricky question right now during COVID because sometimes people just don't know when their wedding is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, We always ask them their budget as well, because we don't want to pull out a magical unicorn that nobody can can afford because that's just not fair and we want to know where their wedding is and if they had any ideas we love inspiration we love pictures but we always um, encourage them to try something else too Um, I think the girls had tracked me for a while and I was about 77 accuracy being able to pick the dress for the girl oh wow that's incredible good for you proud of that yeah you should be It's so funny. I mean, we had uh, one young lady who came in and I knew her. She hung out with my sons and she called and told me what sh- that she was coming to get her wedding dress, come and shop with me. And I knew before she picked, walked in the door, which one we were getting. <laughs> that's not the first really? time this happened. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That, you have a knack. Go, go figure. Sometimes I, can't, sometimes I can't dress myself, but I can dress everybody <laughs> else. See, those who can't teach, right? <laughs> You'd, you'd swear that you've been in this business, you know, for years or something. Yeah. Crazy. Oh my gosh. Good for you. Yeah. All right, Kim. Well, I guess we have to talk about the elephant in the room, the pandemic. Yes. So 
a lot of brides basically had to mourn the loss of their dream wedding, either postpone, postponing it to next year, eloping, or going ahead with a micro wedding. Um, obviously, our calendars and weekends freed up quite a bit this summer without weddings to go to or events. Um, and then for any weddings that we did go to, they were very different. Or, and we had a lot more rules to follow than weddings that we're you know, typically used to and uh, events like you know, the annual army ball and proms and galas and other social events were all canceled this year. And it just, I mean, it's, it's so disappointing that the brides had to either postpone their wedding, but also life plans thereafter had to be put on hold, you know, like, um, a honeymoon or buying a house and starting a family. So let's talk about your business directly, because obviously being both a wedding and a dress shop, it was directly affected and the pandemic took place right in the smack of your peak season. Absolutely. We, we closed down during the last nine weeks of our busy season. So, wow, it was, it was terrible. And it was terrible to tell our staff that we didn't have work for them and that we we're closing the doors. It was, it was hard. And I was at home on my computer and, and scoping things out when things were arriving and not arriving. And was it important to have it still arrive on time or not? Did your wedding date changed? We physically reached out to every one of our brides when we reopened and wow. and got new dates and tried to figure out when uh, when we could get their their dresses. Nothing was delayed, thank goodness. We've got some really great suppliers, so everything did come on time. Even though <laughs> now they're all sitting in the back of the shop waiting oh. for next year. <laughs> and and um, it's really a hard, you know, the big catchphrase was, how are you going to pivot your business? How are mm-hmm. you going to pivot your business? It's not a business we can pivot because our suppliers don't want us to sell our dresses online for obvious reasons, because a lot of times we're dealing with girls who have bought a dress online and now they've got this big problem on their hands and we're, we're meant to, to fix it. So it wasn't just so easy to say, we have this, this, this designer, we can sell it online. We're, we're not able to sell our dresses online. So pivoting was just not such an, an easy thing. And, and in bigger cities, I started a Facebook um, group chat and it was just Canadian bridal shop owners because there's lots of stuff out there for American shops. But yeah, of course that dynamic is just so different. But they were selling their samples online, which I am allowed to do, but um, to me, if you don't come in, you don't try it, you don't know it, you mm-hmm. don't know the sizing is different. I don't need to be making a bunch of people upset in already terrible times. So we're still here. We're still okay. Um, and we're just doing, we're just getting through it like everybody else is. But it's, it was tough. Our first few appointments coming through the door, there were some hard stories that people who had to change their date or move up their date because somebody was sick or yeah. they wanted to go ahead and get it done anyways. But they didn't know what it was going to look like. And it was, it's been lots of psychology 101 since we reopened. And um, I mean, we're happy to, to play that role. And listen, most people don't need a solution. They just need to be heard. Is, yes. Is what yes. I, I find. And it, it's been hard. There's been times I go home and I'm, my husband's waiting with a glass of red wine. Thank goodness. <laughs> you know, some hard, challenging days, but some amazing, wonderful stories too. And I still, I'm receiving emails now, just people following up from the stuff that we had to do so quickly and sell dresses off the rack so somebody could have their dream wedding in their backyard. 
people had to make so many compromises for their big day. Yeah. What they don't want to compromise is on their dress because it's the one thing that they don't have to compromise on and they can still go for it and still have that part of it at least if anything. That's a very good point. I mean, you're right. Like everything else is beyond their control, but at least that the dress, you know, is something that they can still hold on to. And, and Kim, you hit the nail on the head again there when you were just saying, you know, that you realized that they just needed to be heard. They just needed to vent and just have that, just to unload their problems on, just to say, you know what, like this sucks. And and to say, yeah, it does suck. And it's not fair. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely, absolutely, absolutely right. My, my husband, obviously I like him a little bit because I quote him a couple of times, but you know, <laughs> when, when he was on one of the really horrible tours that the guys have had in the last 10 years, he called me one day and he's like, you sound terrible. And I said, I didn't sleep last night. And he said, well, why not? And I said, I just, I woke up and I couldn't stop thinking about you. And then it became, I was worried and I was like, well, what if something happened? And maybe that's why I woke up. And he said to me, babe, listen, doesn't matter how much you worry, a little or a lot, it's never going to change the outcome. So worry about what you can. And when you have no control, just let her be. Yeah. So I love those. I live by those words. It's so yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. We have to sometimes remind ourselves about that too, when things are beyond our control and you just can't, I, easier said than done though. Right. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So what kind of changes did you have to make? I mean, one of the things I was thinking of, you know, can brides still bring all their bridesmaids in? Is everyone where, I mean, obviously everyone's wearing masks. Like what changes did you have to make because of the pandemic? Uh, well, huge, right? So being having such a big shop, we could accommodate so many more people, which was the goal of moving here. But now we're, we're by appointment only. Um, we allow three people with their brides for their appointment. Um, we, you can't have your 13 bridesmaids in here anymore. It just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had larger groups and we rotate them in and rotate them out. You know, we'll have the first four in and then the next four come in and we show dresses through the window if that's what we need to do to make a decision. But everybody's been really good about it. Obviously, we're wearing a face mask, which is difficult Mm -hmm. because when you're a a bride or you want to see your emotion, you know, for us, um, Ali will call me the bridal profiler because you can see the look and then, you know, you got them. Yes, yes, (laughs) that's right. They love it. You can't deny that physical change in the face so they they haha got me a t-shirt it says bridal profiler but that's just you know that's hilarious <laughs> but obviously masks and we're sanitizing we're sanitizing people come in the door we're wiping the door every time somebody comes in you know we, we've had to change all of those all of those things but everybody has been really great about it everybody understands but then also everybody feels safe yeah as well and I think that's the one of the biggest parts of it you just whether it stops it or changes it or who knows how this stupid virus, I'm just going to call it that stupid virus is working. Mm-hmm. Got to just have all the efforts that we can to try and, and as people feel safe and they're comfortable and, and we just get through it. We've, we've Skyped people in as well. We have a really funny picture where we have two bridesmaids with a bride and then we have the three iPhones on the counter with oh. everybody's faces on them. So they can all check. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's you know, funny. you do what you can. You yeah, do what you can. You make it work. You make and then it you work. have to improvise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's how we do it. So it's been some crazy memories and geez, it's going to be a time that will 
oh, we won't, uh, won't ever look back on. And, and yeah. Oh, yeah, I just, I'll be glad when it's all over. I'll tell yes. you that much. Yes. And go, I mean, I know it's never going to go back to normal, like what it used to be, but a new normal, but, um, and then just real quick too, you've also had to deal with canceled fashion shows and trunk shows and bridal pop-up events and wedding shows. And I could go on and on because I mean, all of these things yeah. are several, like you have them several times a year or, you know, in each season. Yeah, so, for sure. so on top of not having weddings and, and brides coming in to try on dresses and um, people looking, you know, for a dress or a ball gown for all these special events. On top of that, that must've also slowed business down quite a bit. Uh, absolutely. Right. It's certainly changed yeah. things a lot. When we would have our fall show, we'd get our bookings right through until January till we were in booking, heavy booking season again. Um, and yeah, we loved doing the fashion show. We loved being able to, to show off what we have because we really feel like the image to heart for us to get over is that you have to go to the big city to find something that's fashion forward or new or cool or different. But we do, we have those here. We have those here. And then, and those um, shows gave us the opportunity to showcase that. And, you know, and we also took the opportunity during our shows too. We always have models in every size. Yeah. Yes. I've noticed, you know, that. and there's, and there's girls that are like, I, you know, I'm so happy because I didn't really see myself in a dress until mm -hmm. I saw so-and-so today mm -hmm. or so-and-so mm -hmm. today. And my models are great ambassadors. And we always pick somebody who's been in the shop or a friend of mine, or, cause I'm always worried about if you yeah. put it out there on Facebook and say, I need a size 10 model and you get 20 people, there's 19 people you got to say no to. And I don't yeah. ever want to have somebody's ego or make somebody feel bad that the wrong color hair, wrong color eyes, they're too big, they're too small, they're too short, you know? So I always try and keep it in our, in our inner circle or our great customers or, you know, people who are gonna showcase them, them well. And that's how we always recruit them. So our, our models are great spokespeople. That's one thing that I've always noticed with your fashion shows and even with pictures that you guys have showcased on Facebook is that you guys are very inclusive. You have women of all different sizes of different color. And um, it's just so nice to see that inclusivity, you know, especially in a small town as well. It drives Allie crazy because if we put a picture of me on, you know, they, Allie always goes, oh man, here we are. We're about to break the internet again, but I don't care. Like I'm, I'm 52. I'm chronically chubby and I'm not willing to put it, I'm willing to put it out there. And I think people really enjoy seeing that. And we if do. that's what makes people feel comfortable and come through the door, bring it. I'll put myself in a wedding dress all day long if I have to. It's tough work, but a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. Oh, Kim, I mean, you rock the wedding dress and all different kinds of dresses. <laughs> and why not? I mean, why not represent and showcase yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Poor Allie. Yeah, <laughs> poor Allie. <laughs> Um, have you seen too, a lot of women that have come to you with an original dress in mind? And then because if they've had more time to rethink their vision, they come to you and say, oh, maybe I want something different. Yeah. Yeah. And we had, um, we had one girl recently, she bought a beautiful gown from us. And after she bought it, she decided she wanted to change it up a bit. And when it was done, I was dumbfounded. We have some pretty talented seamstresses here. And I sent a picture to our rep and I said, look what our seamstress did to your dress. And he's like, what? Like she cut it in two and added a whole extra seam in the middle of the dress, a wider belt and put it back together. I mean, who does that? <laughs> Not me. I wouldn't do it. So oh. our, the girls in house here, we have a couple of great ladies that work for us that can do changes, but we have had people who have abandoned their dresses and, and, uh, 
and bought a second one. And I mean, it happens. And I think right now our customers are a little bit looking for that saying, I love this dress and it's going to look really good when I'm at, I don't know, the best Western and in the church is going to be awesome. But what if I have to do it in my backyard because nothing changes next year? How can we change this dress so it's going to work from my backyard too? So we need to get creative on our toes, but we do. Yeah, you've got time. You've got time to yeah. kind of come up with some ideas. So yeah. Uh, also, you guys also have crazy, beautiful decor. We do. Yeah. So what kind of decorations and items do you offer for couples to rent? So we actually don't rent out a ton of our stuff, um, but we, we go in and we do full setup and tear down. We have um, actually, you know, it's part of the pivot that I have to give in and give my uh, give up and we're considering renting out more items because people want to do a micro wedding and they don't need me to do all the big fussy stuff. They just want a pretty couch and a backdrop to sit on, right? Like it's a way that I, I have to, uh, relinquish some control because I'm pretty picky about my items that I've collected and um, we we do weddings up to 600 people and decorate and and we've done Gatsby and black and white and wow. rustic and and you name it the more glam the better for me but you know it's a lot of fun and we've done weddings from from Montreal uh, all over the place and I love that part of the business we don't do five or six in a weekend we do one or two and we do one or two really well. And we book off once one weekend a month just to recharge ourselves because I love it. And I don't want to become, um, I don't want to not love it. And I don't want to ever get to the point going, I have a purple wedding and I throw everything I own that's purple and hope for the best. I mm -hmm. always want to walk away from it. Proud of what we've done. And you know, it's, um, it's their day and they get this one big day and we get to be a part of it it's pretty cool. So love it's, that. um, it's not the busiest part of our business, but it's a part of the business I really, really enjoy too. Yeah. And that's nice that you're able to incorporate, you know, your former event planning and my training and yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, that's so cool that you're able to do that still, you know, and, and yeah. I think it's important too to still have that work-life balance as well, where you're not too overwhelmed and too busy and that you're still kind of able to, you know, have some time for yourself as well. So that's good. Yeah. Where our family's pretty, pretty darn important to us. So Kim, what's your message to brides and engaged couples to give them hope for their postponed wedding? Huh. I feel like, like, wow, that's, it's a hard question, right? And everybody's so different with it, but I, I want to say there's there was a quote that was going around during the pandemic uh, during the first closure and say that um, love's not cancelled right and just because your day is different doesn't mean that the meaning's different it's it's really I was saying to somebody this morning I love that weddings have been reeled into the really important the really important about is what the person that you love and sharing that day and whether it's with 500 people or 50 people or 10 people, it's what you make of it. Yeah. And you, you really have to roll of it because I guess going back to that, there's no control over what's happening right now. And I love it. We had a bride that was got married during the pandemic and there was the officiant, her and her husband, the two dads were there as witnesses and the moms viewed from the porch, oh. right? But it was the most beautiful day. And if you see the pictures, you can, you can see all the love that's there. So don't, don't hold so tight onto what was, hold to what is and make the very best of that. I mean, I, really that's the only thing we have control over is that person that you love and, and sharing that day.
Kim, that's beautiful. Well said. It was, wasn't it? Where did that come from? <laughs> Good thing we have this recording because we can like do this. <laughs> but I'm just passionate about it. And it's oh. it's true. You just got to make the best of, of what it is. Oh, yeah. no, that's beautiful. And I mean, yeah, keep, you know, keep your chin up, guys. And I mean, it's going to happen in 2021. That's all we're looking forward to. You know, let's get out of 2020. Bring it on. Yeah, it's bring it on. That's great be busy. We're, we're in a little bit of a quiet time right now. I mean, usually December is pretty quiet for us because nobody's buying wedding gowns and putting them under the tree, but I get it. They're, it's hard to make that decision, but you know, we're going to have our running shoes on come January, February, we'd be happy to help everybody when they're willing and ready to make those decisions. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Well said. All <laughs> right. So now we're going to get into my favorite part of the pod, the rapid 10. Are you ready? Oh boy. Sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Who or yeah, who is your favorite wedding dress designer? Oh, Stella York, hands down, the best. Oh, awesome. Yeah, they have some pretty, pretty nice dresses. Although I wouldn't be able to tell the difference between, you know, Stella New York or Essence Australia, any of those. I would you, not know. You know what? Once you're in it, you'll know it. You <laughs> they're undeniably the best. Yeah. Uh Vera Wang or Haley Page. <sighs> Oh my gosh. So Vera is such a classic and Haley's such a unicorn. I'm going to go unicorn, Haley Page. Yes. <laughs> Do you watch Say Yes to the Dress? It's homework in my house. <laughs> That's awesome. How many bridesmaids did you have in your wedding? Three. And my mom, who was a wannabe because she wore the same color. No way. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, what's the most expensive dress you've ever had for sale? And did anyone buy it? Um, yeah, surprisingly. And the most expensive one, well, we've got a brand new line in the store. So it's 3,200. So we haven't sold it, but our most expensive before that was 2,800. And yeah, we sold it. We sold a lot. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's actually not that bad. I, I honestly no. was thinking, you know, it was going to be over like over five grand, but I actually, I do remember you guys saying that, you know, again, your dresses are not that expensive. People no. listening, they are reasonably it's, priced. And they're beautiful. It's the same Stella York that you see here is the same one that you see in Montreal. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> My big frack week wedding or wedding crashers? Wedding crashers. Yeah. Although I did yeah. love my big frack week wedding though. That was, was, that was a good awesome. movie. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Craziest bridezilla story. Ooh. So, you know, a lot of people say that to me, like, I couldn't work for you, those bridezillas, but you know, I'll let you in on a secret. It's usually the moms. If a mom has her mind set on something and it's not going her way, there are some comments that come out and you're like, girl, did you just say that? <laughs> but Allie and I are always in the change room and we're like, we got your back. We got you. And no, you don't look thick in that dress. Keep going. Oh, <laughs> uh, did you tune in to watch any of the Royal weddings? All of them. Woke up early. Mimosas. Here we go. What one was your favorite? Oh, William and Kate. Yeah. Not Diana? Yeah. Oh, Diana, for sure. I'm watching The Crown right now. Oh, I hate them all. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get on that. Oh, my gosh. My mom it's watches it. She said it's so good. Yeah, Diana is amazing. Yes. I cried. The legend. Cried my... Yeah, what a legend. Yeah. Large wedding or elopement? Ooh, I think I do an elopement. Oh, really? 
Yeah. But you know what? But then I'm like, no, when I got married, yeah, I married my husband twice because it was that great the first time. <laughs> I always had a crowd. So no, I'm lying. So no, I think I need a crowd. <laughs> Both are okay. great. I mean, elopements are always cool to see though, too. Yeah. We got married the second time in Vegas at the Graceland Chapel by Elvis with 14 friends. Kim, I love that. Yeah. And it, I wore the biggest black fascinator feathers polka dot gown my husband rented harleys and all the guys drove up it was pretty kitschy but it was cool my husband just got back from tour and needed a project and this is before i owned the dress shop and i found a dress and they would not ship to canada and my husband would have nothing of it and called them and would not give up until they sent it to me (laughs) wow okay so real quick what what made you guys like want to get married again and in vegas although i think that's so cool i love that it was our 25th and honestly I guess while my husband was away on tour he came up with the idea that we should renew our vows and and he just ran with it he's the one who did it all he planned it like I said even got the dress and did the invitations the bookings everything okay so guys Kim's husband just came in and sorry what was your name Dominic Dominic. So Dominic just walked in and he just started telling me that they did not get married twice. They got married three times. So Dominic, can you go ahead and tell everybody about how this came about? Well, the first, the first time we, uh, we got married, uh, it was at a high school dance. Uh, she was 16. I was 17 and the high school was making this dance where, uh, you could actually get married in front of a kind of fake priest and, you know, went, rings and everything else like that so we said oh what the hell let's just do it and we did it and then a few years later we did it for real and uh, you know and then at 25 we uh, did it again don't we still have the ring from that day yeah, yeah, and we have, have the, the certificate somewhere too from that yeah, day we still have it. <laughs> that is That's so funny. cute so you guys are high school sweethearts then yeah i yes. picked him up because he has really nice legs well then what did yeah. you notice about kim then when she came walking over <laughs> Well, what was your opening line, Kim? Like nice legs. <laughs> no, actually, actually, her opening line was, uh, "Do you go to Franco and uh, Franco Jeunesse?" And uh, the thing was, is that her high school was playing my high school, so it was, yeah, like I do go to Franco because that's the team I'm playing for. So it was cute, but it wasn't the smartest <laughs> opening line on my behalf. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Well, let me tell you, I could tell you stories, but I don't know if we want to you know, record these. <laughs> Thanks, babe. I love you. <laughs> so, how long have you two been together for then? Uh, it's going to be, uh, uh, 37 years, 37 years and married 30 and oh. married, uh, 34. 34. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, big 35 is coming up then next. So yeah, well, we go nice. somewhere on a trip, but we don't know if that can happen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so it'll be 35 years next year. Yeah. Okay. Hey, well, good. Good timing. Years. Maybe things will be opened up and stuff by then. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, so Dominic, <laughs> now you have to up, up the, uh, the Vegas trip then. So this will have to be bigger and better then. Oof, I don't know if I can up that. <laughs> All right. And last but not least, what is your favorite or what is one of your favorite local businesses that you pe- you think people should know about? Hmm. Good one. Oh, can I say Wilkie's? No, that's cheating. All right. Oh, that's okay. Wilkie's is, Wilkie's is wonderful. Well, it's my baby son's business. <gasps> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Kim. I should... For being a local, I should really know that. I did not know that. Well, yes, give them a shout out then. Well, he's the best. And you know what? That boy is a shiny penny. And uh, what I love most about him is that he pursued his passion, but he's 
always giving to the community. He just did a thing for the Legion. He does stuff for the hospital. Like he give, give, gives, and he was like that in high school. So I love that he hasn't changed. That's awesome. And I just saw that they were just doing, you know, the mustache cookies for everybody for November. And I I know they're very, like, they're very involved in the community. And I mean, again, like, if you don't know Wilkie's bread and have not tried it, I mean, you will never go back to Dempster's or Wonder Bread. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. Yeah, he's pretty talented. I'm pretty proud of him. But there are so many great businesses and I'll tell you, we've been here over 25 years and it's honestly pinched me moments to, to see how great downtown is coming and is. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, yeah, uber proud of where, where it's come to. Well, I know that a lot of businesses, Kim, have raved about you and Allie and just, you know, having crazy beautiful dresses downtown Pembroke. And um, it's a it's a great place to be. And I mean, and I'm glad that you guys are front and center, you know, right on the, right on the main street. And, uh, and it's where you guys should be. It's where you belong. You belong to stand out. For sure. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Kim, for being my guest today on the podcast. Um, so I'm going to give you the floor now. So plug everything. Where can people find you? Uh, do they have to make an appointment first? Are you accepting walk-ins? Um, everything on social media. Tell us everything. Uh, well, thanks for that. So again, like you said, we're right downtown. There's parking in the back. People like you're downtown. There's no parking. We have 18 parking spots at the back of the building. Um, Pretty impressive website. It's crazybeautifulwedding.ca. And of course, Instagram and Facebook, which are such a lifeline for us. But we really want you to encourage um, girls, if you're getting married, at least give us a try or give the local other local shop a try. Give us a try first. Like I said, I don't have everybody's dress. And there's no pressure. We only want you to have fun and have your dreams come true. And uh, I'm so happy, Holly, that you invited us today. And uh, thanks. It was so great talking to you and, and, and catching up and seeing you again. I mean, and it's nice that we didn't have to wear our masks. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Remember to support local babes by shopping local and make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode. We'll see you guys next week.